0: Yo, 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 what's up everybody, this is Vontae the Pro, I'm kicking it with my homie
1: What up, I'm Will Gill, thank you for checking out the Hip Hop Review Pod We'll be checking out all the new hip hop albums dropping We'll be checking out some of our favorite classics too We'll let you know what's high on these streets, that way you can check it out and you know what's going on
0: Yes sir, we're here to change the podcast game Let's
1: Another one Let's go AK. What what we back at it again? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Monta the Pro? We are back. What's up, Will Gil? Man, episode number Dirk Nowinski, forty-one.
0: <laughs> we Dirking on you hoes forty-one
1: out here. <laughs> man, I'm excited today. We are reviewing the new Schoolboy Q album, Blank Faces. Mm-hmm. And yo, man. I just want to thank everybody that dropped a review for your boys th- one time this week. Yeah. Uh, shout out JP3. Woo. Shout out Sleazy Man K. Shout out Beach Kid. We appreciate the review. If you listen to us on iTunes, yes. make sure you drop one, two, five golden stars. We worked it. <laughs> thank <laughs> you the Back into this album, man. Blank Faces, Schoolboy Q, and if anybody doesn't know who this guy Schoolboy Q is, let's get into this background check. Let's get into it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A guy. <laughs> I just told you. That's who I think I am. All right. Uh, the guy. cool boy. Q. Coming out of South Central L.A. Mm. Mm. In 2009, Q gets signed to an independent label called Top Dog Entertainment. I heard of him. I heard of him <laughs> once or twice. And he becomes one of four in a rap group called The Black Kippy. Mm-hmm. You might have heard of them. If not, they're made up of. Schoolboy Q, Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, and Absol. Ooh, solid. <laughs> solid group. While building his brand, and uh, he drops mixtapes called School. Schoolboy Turned Into Hustler, Gangsta, and Soul. Later, he drops two indie albums. His debut, Setbacks, which is followed up by his uh, Habits and Contradiction album. Mm. In 2011, he lands a record deal. With Interscope Records. Yeah. And he drops the major debut album, Oxymoron. That was a good look. Yeah, that and, was a good look. That album had a lot of bangers on there, huge records like Man of the Year, yep. Brank the Bank, Hell of a Night, and collard Greens. So today is only right. We mm-hmm. jump into his fourth album, second mm-hmm. major label release. Yeah. <laughs> Blank Faces by Schoolboy Q. He, it's only right. He deserves it. He deserves it. This guy's a hard-working man. Volunteer the Pro, how you feeling? Uh, jumping into this Blank Faces Schoolboy Q album, man.
0: All right, uh, Will Gill. I wanna I wanna start by saying I'm a casual Schoolboy Q fan. Okay. Um, I like I like a couple songs that he's done in the past. I liked Hands on the Wheel. That was the first one that I liked. There we go. Followed up, uh, Studio. Um, and it was, it was, like he also had a couple singles that came out before this album that I want to say I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I also, I also I want to talk about I I think the most uh, Schoolboy Q the one I like him the most is when he's on features. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> and I, I like to when he did features with Mac Miller, Asad Ferg. Uh, the Tanashi single was fire, and then even I enjoyed the I'm not even gonna lie that Macklemore feature that, that uh, or his Macklemore feature was pretty yeah. dope to me. I, I I enjoyed it, but I do want to say. I have not enjoyed, like, a full album. Body of work. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy certain things from him, but just, you know, not that much. I liked but not loved his last project, I want to say. But, um... So I want to say I'm like kind of unconcerned a little bit, but if it wasn't, I'm more unconcerned, but if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably wouldn't have listened to this album so fast and listened to it so much. Yeah. But, um, I was a little bit, I was a little bit in, um, you know, nonchalant about this, but what about, but but, but what about you, Wilguer, before you got into this, what, what were some of your thoughts? I know you got a lot of equity in the T (laughs) V E brand. I I know, I know
1: you mess with those guys. Top dog, Uh Entertainment, my guys, (laughs) black hippie, my guys, uh, I gotta say, man, I, I, I'm always excited to listen to Schoolboy Q. I'm word. on the same boat as you, man. This guy has just been blessing the game with nasty 16s, man. Mm-hmm. His features lately have been, uh, he's always had my favorite feature spot on albums whenever he pops up on it. Word, Even word. on the Travis Scott, the J-Rock, the Mac Miller. Like, man, he's just been really blessing the game with 16s. Mm-hmm. And um, the single off this album was hella hard, too. That part featuring yeah, Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. So that got me excited. So yeah, when they finally dropped, I wouldn't say I'm the hugest Schoolboy Q fan, mm-hmm. but I was definitely waiting out this album. Okay, okay. And uh, this album, man, it, it's it's a lot. It it's a lot. It's long. It's mm-hmm. 17 tracks. Yeah. The pro, let's dive in. Do you have any highlights?
0: All right. Um. So I listened to this album a bunch of times, and I found one. Oh. Uh, my favorite standout track that I would easily start someone off on this album is track number six, "Ride Out," featuring oh. <laughs> featuring Vince Staples. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that song's incredible. I feel like of uh, my first impression of this song, Good Lord Almighty, this beat is banging. Yeah. I love I love the sound on here. Yeah. I feel like it sounds like um for me, it sounds like a mixture of like the old school and new school LA production wise together. Yeah. Uh, when I hear, okay, so then when I hear songs like, like this, this is like the Schoolboy Q that I'm looking forward to hear on any album. Anytime you're going to say that there's a Schoolboy Q album, this is what I'm looking forward to hear. <laughs> I swear to God, this is the type of music that just make you want to make the mean face because this song is just gangster. It's so gangster. That
1: face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously. And on track number nine, I feel like this song is, a, is perfect to describe Schoolboy Q. It's crazy and violent. <laughs> <laughs> Schoolboy school Q, uh, he raps Top Dog saying that this is really his album. Number four, kind of like how Will Gill was just saying, um, and then he also has like, he's saying like little crazy things like, "I got my pistol, my pistol cocked. You trying to fight? You know, <laughs> this guy, Just go with you." And then also we get a dope ass sixteen from Northside, Long Beach's own Vince Staples. Woo. <laughs> I like this guy. I want to, I want to. Do you know what? Will, before I go, keep going, I want to give you props for putting me on to him because <laughs> I wasn't checking for him, and this guy Will Gill showed me like a bunch of uh, YouTube videos of this guy. This guy is something else. Oh, I
1: got that. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> you, <sir.
0: laughs> <laughs> you got that. That's you. But um, I like I, uh, I've heard a couple of their songs together with Vince Staple and Schoolboy Q, and I feel like this is probably my favorite one. I've yeah. heard them
1: two together. They're a great mix together, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you know what? I was thinking about it right now. Like their chemistry kind of reminds me of whenever YG and Nipsey Hussle get oh, on get on the track word, together. The chemistry word. is just just one hundred. And then also like I just I just feel like I find track number six right out to have my favorite production, enjoyable subject matter, and just that classic Schoolboy Q vibe. Yeah, um, it's just a great song too. I feel like it's just a 5 star classic 5 star west coast classic
1: yeah to double touch on what you said man that instrumental is fucking hard mm-hmm. you'll put some hair on your chest mm-hmm. that's how hard that instrumental hell is hell
0: yeah straight to the chest <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he, he, he cute on this whole album just has like just the nastiest one line bars, like here and there. Just every time you hear, it, you're like, "Ooh!" It's yep. just like he has this one line where he says, uh, "People putting dicks in your baby mama, mama's mouth." And yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, but well, it sound hard. Yeah, <laughs> that caught my ear too. I'm not even gonna lie, dog. No, it's like,
0: damn, dude, that's
1: disrespectful. Yeah, that's cold, man.
0: <laughs> but, but what about you, Will? Go after you got through listening to this album, this black, this blank face. Did you, you know, find a standout track, a favorite moment you would like to tell people to check out?
1: Yeah, man. I want everybody to hop into track number four groovy tony Ooh, i like that and you know what when i first saw that this track features mr top five dead or alive himself <laughs> jada kiss yeah i'm like okay I, I wonder what what this track is going to sound like. I feel you. And then the instrumental came in. It was dark. Mm-hmm. It was eerie. And I was like, okay, this is a perfect track for Q and Kiss to snap on. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Q's first verse, he's talking about just, you know, wowing out on cops. He mm-hmm. calls them uh, the devils coming in all blue, just like a nasty <laughs> one line. Yeah. Uh, he talks about growing up, wanting to be a gang member. And then a few years later, he found himself deep in the gang. Yeah, banging. Yeah. And then... Uh, Kiss, man, he just follows up Q with just nasty bars like running with the rebels, three-man weave with the lord and the devil. <laughs> oh. He follows up with another line, say, my heart gets colder when I hug your mom, look over your shoulder, you what? notice I got that blank, blank face. face. <laughs> oh. so, I, w-
0: I visualized when he said that, I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah, so Kiss, oh. man, hats off to you, just ethers that fucking uh, yeah. verse. And if you want to hear rappers, just snap on like a hard grimy beat jump into track number 4 Groovy Tony and the back end of the uh, song actually flips to another track called Eddie Kane but it's on the same song and uh, the the drums on that track is Nasty. Yeah, they pick some up some of the best drums on the, uh, on the album.
0: Yeah, I I, I wouldn't agree a hundred percent, dog. I, I felt like it was a very solid first single, mm-hmm. and um I do want to say just me getting into this and enjoying that we get this extra verse. Yeah, we we didn't get this on the on the on the single that um you know if you got to listen to this album or the single the song before this it wasn't on there. And then you get Chaded Kiss like you said was the top five dead or alive. Cool. And God damn, does he not ether this verse? Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> verse
1: on the album. Yeah, and and, and that's not talking shit to to q like that's just how high the bar was set by jada kiss yeah you
0: know and it kind of reminded me of like how you said that whenever you hear school boy q on other people's albums that you're like oh man he had the favorite verse i kind of felt like that on this with uh jada kiss i kind of felt like that moment right there so
1: i'm completely co-signing with you right there uh it's just it's just a really solid song right there nice man i'm gonna toss it back your way uh you got another track you want to jump into
0: All right, uh, yeah, I did, uh, it's it's what, 17 tracks on here? 17.
1: It's it's, it's a long 17. It's
0: an hour ride plus. Uh, But I was able to find another one. Okay. Uh, That track right there is uh, track number nine, Dope Dilla, featuring the Bay Area legend E-40. I, wow! Yeah, I, I, I love I love you, Bordy, Man. I I just want to say that I, I, I love when the Bay and LA link up in a major way. Word. that's my that's my shit. I love the unity in that. It's Just straight like West Coast right there. And also another thing is like this song is produced by Metro Boomin along with Southside. Okay. And that was nice. That was nice. Um, you know, you get that. Now you get like west coast and down south together and it just like the, the sound you don't really get like too lost in it like where it's like it just sounds like a like a regional record it kind of yeah, just yeah. sounds like a, a worldly record to me so i, re- I really enjoy that but I, I like this song for so many reasons one is easily the production uh another another reason why i like this song is just the this the really dope ass vibe i get from this yeah. track Another thing that uh, that I liked about it Is the subject matter And the, the subject matter What I like is It's like We're in the era right now Where everybody's using drugs <laughs> And everybody's a druggie, And this song Is like on the flip side of that And it's about the hustle and grind And I, I enjoy I that That 90s shit Yeah Yeah Word Word And it's only right to get <coughs> Get 40 water on there man. We've been I,
1: rapping since the 90s <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been rapping our whole life Yeah <laughs> But I, I really enjoy this I feel like the song Dope Dealer" Is self-explanatory It's pretty much It's pretty much about you know the, the drug dealer lifestyle yeah. you know i you know i've never i'm not i'm not putting myself out there saying i'm a drug dealer or anything like that but i want, I want to say i know a couple of them okay. i know, I know okay. a lot of them and um i just and then also i like the the bars that Scooboy is rapping on here i feel like he's being gangster in his drug in his drug dealer lifestyle and it talks about like uh, you know this is like the hustle outside of rap and just like the overall hustle and everything and i really can respect that and enjoy that and i thought also like we kind of talked about a little bit before is that i thought e40 was a perfect Guy for a feature for this song, um, I feel like he changes when E40 comes in. He changes the flow of everything, and it just does his signature uh, rap style. Yeah. It's very unique right there. It's not the most lyrical thing or the most like greatest like um, bars you're gonna get, but I feel like the style he really adds another layer of flavor yeah. to the song. Um, so I really want to say everybody should go ahead and, and jump into track number nine, Dope Diller. You would not you would not be disappointed. This song is great. I'm in love with the subject matter, production. Is, I also enjoyed that, and also. So I, I can't forget the hook was really dope too yeah, Like
1: hook has a nice little bounce yeah to just it. a dope
0: dealer nigga yeah. <laughs> so hey, if you guys have not heard this Blank Face album the second song I will start you guys off of will start you off with it's track number nine dope dealer featuring okay.
1: E-40 yeah as E-40 would say that track is phenomenal
0: <laughs> <laughs> ooh <laughs> yes yeah. so um, after you got through this you know you got to digest this I'm gonna go back to you Will Gil did you have another moment that you that you liked outside of the, the groovy Tony
1: yeah I got one more and then let's hop into general Okay. I want to highlight track number 12 Never Change featuring SZA Mm. and um Schoolboy Q is just snapping on this song it's like a real nice song to like lean, lean back to and as Schoolboy would say that this is uh this track is raised by your granny pistols and now latest yeah first uh the first verse he touches on on the hood dynamic with families with dads being gone in the streets and, yeah. and the streets becoming your new family pretty much and q also touches on real niggas and the their lack of ambition and their jealousy and q uh he calls them lame because he's like, all these real niggas is living at their mama house and yeah. the kids ain't got shit. Yeah. And he's saying that as long as we have these people in our communities that are haters and then they don't ever strive to be anything but real, that the hood's always just going to be shady. Mm. And it's just going to keep repeating itself because the family dynamic's so fucked up in the hood. I agree. His second verse, he touches on uh, being being stuck with police paranoia, being frustrated with the system that holds his people down, keeping lawyers around them for the day that the white man comes to take them <laughs> down. <laughs> and uh, This track, it, it, uh, for how heavy it is, is cool having SZA on the hook because it really smooths it out. And mm. yeah, man, people for yourself. Track number 12, Never Change.
0: Never Change uh, is, is a really dope song. I, I, I want to I say I agree all the way with you. I feel like uh, it's dope to hear School Boy talk about how the whole world and everything around him is just changing, and he just has to kind of like you just kind of got gotta adapt to it, you know. Yeah. Get with it or get lost, pretty much. And also to to agree with you know to your point with the uh, scissors sounding good, she sounded she sounded incredible. She kind of sounded like um you know she had that young youthful like nineties kind of vibe to what? me with her, with her vocals, and just really really sounded really good. And I I, I want to say I'd never Changed is really dope. I um I would say that's my my. Four favorite song. I would say third will be uh Groovy Tony, then it'll be it'll be that one right there. Cool, Easily, cool. hands down. Nice. So um, but yeah, um, did you wanna get into some general things about this album and kind of like talk yeah, about Yeah
1: yeah, let's get into general. So first I wanna say, man, shout out to Digifonics, mm. who's a TD's in-house producer that produced majority of this album. Okay, I and was just
0: I was just gonna ask, who's yeah, that? Yeah, I was yeah, say, yeah. Who's
1: that? <laughs> and uh, the production on this album was on point. I heard mm-hmm. I, I was listening to this podcast called The Watch and uh, I'm going to repeat what they said cuz I just thought it was really ill. What they they said. said the production and the feel of this album is like blunt ashes and dirty windows. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what it mean what that means. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds about right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh, this album does feel like blunt ashes and dirty window and you know, you're just on the drug binge and yeah. what a great vibe for a body of work and so hats off to production digifonics you guys did your thing on this
0: uh, that's interesting uh, I, I i you know it's like weird because like this album is complex and like what you just said was kind of complex but they just tie in for some way yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about you man you want uh anything you want to bring up about the album
0: uh yeah i want to talk about uh, well i'm going to talk about the song right away uh that part what you think oh. about? What you think about that? We had to go on. It's, it's the second part. single. Yeah, we gotta talk about that part.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, what you think about that song? Uh... It, it, it hits hard, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. The song hits hard. Um I really wish Kanye West didn't freestyle his last verse. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. Hey. Oh man, cuz that was that was really awful. Yeah. Like I, it reminds me of um The Life of Pablo when he does the uh, 40 hours. Uh, like, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the 30 uh, hours here. Uh, 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 On the back end of that song, it reminds me of that Kanye really needs to stop freestyling. He doesn't even write half his rhymes, so I don't know why the fuck he freestyling. Uh-uh. But uh it it's, it's a hard song. You Vegas think? can't be choosers it's not Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but did you like his, uh, the sec- his the second verse from Kanye? Like you know, you yeah, just- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was hard. All right. I,
0: I, one thing I do want to say, like I guess more to your point, like with the with the freestyle Kanye, I was just happy they threw like some fade effect on there, so yeah. we didn't kind of catch everything because everything probably wasn't fire.
1: Yeah. Shout out to you, Digifonic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Yeah, I um I want I want to say that song is is really dope. Um, I want to say I find it to be very catchy, but when it first came out, I was mad, and I'm still a little mad at it just because um i don't really get the whole concept yeah like, that part like yeah. um I, I looked up the lyrics i heard other people talk about it i'm trying to like understand and digest the whole idea of it but i can't get the concept yeah now that you bring it up
1: i've never understood the concept neither. yeah yeah that's
0: that's like the only thing but that um right. but I, that doesn't mean that i you know i
1: can't like Breaking it or whatever it that part yeah yeah i don't know what that Yeah, means. I, I, I don't know Holy either shit. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> it, it, it
1: just trips me out a little bit on on on, that part but <laughs> yeah well fuck if any of our listeners know what that part's about it, hit us up at hhr <laughs> underscore pod, let us know yeah i would appreciate that <laughs> look but, man since we're talking about individual tracks i want to kind of um i feel like this is one of the biggest tracks on the album black uh blank black thoughts yeah black thoughts, thoughts? Oh, yeah, okay. black thoughts. Track number 14. You got any uh, thoughts on Black Thoughts, track number 14?
0: Um, I will first say that, you know, I enjoy that it's that like classic hip-hop boom-bap. Yeah. Like, like, sound that you get yeah. when you win um, on Black Thoughts. And um, I, I just want to say that in, in the moment that we're in and, like, how, you know, All Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, all these things, current events going on, like, this song... It is good for that because, like you know, it's talking about how we all need to do better and um all lives matter, and and just saying that you know it starts now with us trying to fix the problem. So yeah. I I thought
1: Black Thoughts was was great. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I I to touch on that specific line, all lives matter, because um I feel like it's one of the most controversial lines on the album because it's misinterpreted with the you know with everything that's going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and when Q drops the bar. All Lives Matter. He's talking about Crips and Bloods and uh, gang violence and he's really just talking about them saying let's not kill each other yeah, because yeah. all lives matter whether you're a Crip or a Blood and some people are like oh why is Q saying all lives matter uh, okay, like, okay. you know and it was kind of controversial but if you listen to the song yeah, yeah. he's talking about uh, gang violence in yeah. LA I
0: do uh, I, I get that a lot more because it reminds me when he's talking about you know putting down the rag you yeah. know put the guns down and you know like let's be unified
1: and whatnot. So. Yeah, and then that's followed up by the the all lives matter, matter line. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow. And, Interesting. Um, and and it's really dope because uh that track Q gives his unique perspective on the gangbanging uh thing. Cause he's a he's a known crip. Yeah. And he's and he has a line where he said he has to go to a, a blood to get his pringles up mm. and he signs with top dog who is a known blood oh. so it's showing that when they come together they could achieve more and he's kind of i think what he's trying to say in the song is that uh, the, the if the community is divided they could never achieve uh, what their full potential is because you know the community is pretty much cut in half and they're killing each other and yeah yeah holding each other back and he just wants everybody to come together so they can move forward as a community. Damn yeah that's that's pretty
0: dope. I, um, I didn't even catch that bar so that that's that's actually really dope and it it's kind of trippy like. In this industry, I kind of like felt like how much of a gangbanger can you really be? Yeah. You know, but um, it's kind of dope that he was just kind of like, yo, enough's enough, and, you know, we can only do this so far, and, you know, let's, let's get together. But it's kind of interesting because, you know, we get this song right here, and then we get, like, the next like, song, and he's talking about shooting niggas, and, like, you know, I don't know, but, <laughs> you know, he goes back to those typical cute. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, yeah. he has those moments when he goes back home, talks to his mom, and his mom's like, you know, you know, boy, you better get your act right. Yeah. You know, and then he dresses that, and then the next song he's like, you know, I'm out here in the streets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Got my gun cocked, you know, we want to fight. <laughs> you know, like moments like that. Yeah. But not knocking it because that song is really dope. And uh, I, for the message that he's trying to get across, I thought it was really, I thought it was really strong.
1: Yeah, and then I got uh, one more highlight. Track number 10, John Mayer. Mm. I hope I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. It's, just, uh, it's just a smooth-ass track. Nice horns on the hook. It's really something that when it comes on, you can't help but nod your head to it. It ha- has a classic hip-hop feel. Track number 10, John Mayer. Nice.
0: That's dope. I I that was I was gonna say same thing. That beat is fire. Yeah. That that beat is that beat is incredible. Um, and then also like a uh, little moments like uh, he talks about got an ice chain because the nigga getting cash. Yeah. Like you know he just has he has those schoolboy cue bars where it's just like you know you just want to start bobbing your head to it and listen along to those lyrics and you know like the beat and the and the lyrics are very parallel. So I thought that song was really dope. Word. Um, um, I want to ask you, before, you know, before we keep moving on. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, did you like that song? No, you're
1: wrong uh I thought it was kind of boring oh, okay. I didn't hate it but uh halfway through this song no you're wrong I'm just kind of over it okay. Lance Skywalker who, who's on the hook uh the hook bores me mm
0: all right well. For me personally um, I thought I, I didn't get that Bored of it But I do see how that is Cause you know Like it's not The most freshest idea mm-hmm. out, out, out of this whole album But I just felt like It was like Schoolboy's cute version Of a A little bit of a YG's Gimme got shot A little bit Oh okay I just I, wanted to, I wanted to yeah. talk about Cause the first line Is uh, He says All gimme, hear is give is Gimme yeah. gimme You know <laughs> So um, And he doesn't keep Going on with gimme, gimme gimme This that or whatever But you know It's just kind of like Saying that You know He came up in this game By Well kind of by himself And he worked hard you know and, and now people are like yo you, you you owe me this you owe me that Dude, help me out or whatever and he's like yo you know you wrong like i didn't i was out here in the studio by myself yeah. I, so was the I was on i
1: was working you was sleeping
0: yeah yeah and, and then and then you make me look feel, look and feel like the bad
1: guy because i can't help you out man you know you wrong so
0: so um <laughs> yeah. i, I the, so i I like the
1: message i like the message of that song okay you ready to move on to some hey i feel like we'll be giving this guy schoolboy cute a lot of love right now. <laughs> yeah, we can move
0: on. I was going to say, overall, if, if all these tracks and everything that you guys did not realize that we like this album, you know, this, that, we try trying to get that point across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go there and get to it.
1: No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, at all. Nobody. Yeah. So, it's very simple. Oh, Vontae, the pro it is. Very. Very simple. What up? And I want to hop into mine first because it's one song specifically. It's going to be quick, and I do not fuck with track number 11, Big Body Fiction. Featuring the Dog Pound. You're the Big Buddy, Big Pins. <laughs> big Buddy, Big Pins. But no, I, I, I don't like that hook. <laughs> no, I don't like the hook. Um, the instrumental, I cannot rock with it. So that's what? already starting behind those. Uh, the bells, to me, yeah. always sound kind of off and uh, weird. And I cannot rock with the bells on that song. Uh, you know who made that beat? No. Uh,
0: Tyler, the creator, man.
1: No, I don't like him. So, <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> so that makes sense. But, um... Yeah, that's a weird beat. <laughs> but uh, the the flow on that song doesn't help neither. Will Gill got me dying over here. <laughs> the flow on this song doesn't help neither because it just sounds like a flow from like just an old-ass person. Where it's like, mm. hey, my name Will Gill, and I'm here to say, I'm from the Bay. <laughs> hey, what up, they? Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's just really basic. The dog pound really sounds aged. Yeah. on, on yeah, the yeah. song like yeah yeah they really do sound like they're however they old they are they sound they're uh like they're in their early 60s like <laughs> <rapping>. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, they sound like they go broken glass everywhere <laughs> 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 but yeah man check W 11 uh sorry uh, um, Pound, i cannot rock with it I sound old and did, uh title the creator i'm not rocking with the baby
0: <laughs> oh man i I get it i just feel like on this album he has those one or two moments that like you know certain tracks don't feel like they fit Mm -hmm. and um you know kind of like where like this idea doesn't really match with everything so you know i I get i get that point i didn't find it to be that boring or more or less that irritating um i i found the production to be playful but you know it's Mm -hmm. you know i honestly if if people took off the album i wouldn't missed it okay so i want to i just kind of i feel
1: like i'm there with it all right man what were you not feeling on this uh blank faces all
0: right on blank face my least favorite track um and it it hit me super early and i kind of knew that as soon as i heard the album and every time i heard this album and that's track number one torch blank
1: face blank face
0: blank face (laughs) yeah oh gosh i I don't i I don't i'm not rocking with that i just feel like overall my biggest problem with track number one um it's just it's not the lyrics it's just i feel like the song for intro it stretches too long for me okay it is five 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 minutes minutes yeah yeah dog it's two minutes too long it's i swear <laughs> to god if it would have been three minutes or something like that cool even honestly i feel like intro should be like two to three minutes it's short it should be short and sweet give your taste and set the tone for the album and i feel like this doesn't um, <laughs> but i just feel like this song isn't for me um and then also like one of the first people i hear on there is anderson pack and i'm not saying that Good i don't god. yeah i'm not i'm not saying that i don't like oh i'm not rocking with anderson pack or whatever but i just feel like why, why is this, like, one of the first couple voices I hear on the album? You know, like, I never oh, really understood, like, sense. his... I never really understood his involvement with TDE or anything like that. Or not even, like, this, like, my first time hearing him with a TDE artist. He's from, from SoCal, though. I, I get that. I get that. And I imagine him having studio sessions, and I just imagine them just working together because, like, you know, like, just that circle. But mm-hmm. I just didn't understand, why, like on the intro track, I just kind of like to hear the rapper set the tone for his album. So yeah. that's what I was saying. And I also kind of like... As I listen to it and I can compare it to something uh, I feel like it reminds me of Drake's Views on that Keep the Family Close Okay, that, Because it was really long and it stretched out yeah. And then more or less on Keep the Family Close Like you kind of talked about it before On, a, on our podcast before that Like the production kind of like stretches and kind of like, you know, things are going a little little too far. But I just feel like overall, like this track is just too long and they should just go ahead and chop it to like two minutes shorter. So if I had to say one song and I'm being tedious and I I would keep it on there if it was two minutes shorter, but if
1: you're not gonna keep it two minutes shorter, I'm gonna say I don't need that intro. All right. um, I'm gonna take over real quick. And while we are on the subject of too long, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that this album is too long. Ah, uh, forever. It, 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 this album is not a bad album, but it's it's a lot. It's a heavy album. It's not an easy listen because yeah. it's so dark, so grimy. Yeah, and just seventeen songs, and the running time, I believe, is an hour
0: and hour and thirty minutes, hour and some minutes. change. Yeah
1: that's a lot for a dark heavy yeah. artsy feeling album yeah and i just think like so many songs are just forgettable they blend into each other well because the album has flow yeah but a lot of songs man i just forget about it as soon as i move on to the next track like uh the song you asked me about before no you're wrong i kind of forget about it yeah, uh, yeah whatever you want uh by any means um Straight balling, even uh, over time with Miguel, which is supposed to be like kind of like your pop radio record, yeah. it's just kind of forgettable to me mm. because the album is just so long and heavy. Yeah, yeah. And uh. they're not bad songs. It's just when you they're seventeen and an hour and fifteen <laughs> minutes worth of music. Yeah.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you know what i'm I'm happy you brought that up i i want to say i agree 100 i was i was mad worried about this this album when we were gonna like discuss it because i was like yo he's gonna ask me about certain moments that that i'm just gonna forget about you know you're gonna ask me about certain tracks certain lines and i'm like i heard so much Mm -hmm. that i don't know exactly which one you're talking about and um it's not like it's like a horrible thing or whatever you know he took two years off and kind of like didn't come back with this album but it's like in this day and age that we're in right now, I didn't really need this. I yeah. didn't really need to be that long, so I'm happy
1: you touched on that. Okay,
0: man. word, man. Um, are you ready to move on to our ratings, dog? Let's get into some ratings, man. Do you want to go first or let me go first?
1: You go first. I've been going first.
0: All right, all right, let me. Um, all right. So how I'm rating this album right here? Um, I feel like I'm thinking about it right now, and I enjoyed the production. I, I felt like he had nice lyrics. I'm thinking about like, I've heard a couple Scoop Boys features and I heard a couple albums, not like the whole entire thing, but I felt like he was able to show a little bit more of himself, just a little bit. And, you know, like, I like the hip hop that he brought, but I want to say overall, I'll leave this like a 73. Oh okay. See C-. 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 a C minus. From A to F, I would give this wow. a C minus. Okay. Um just, I think if honestly I think if it was a little bit shorter, it probably would have been in the in the B area. Mm-hmm. Just because like production is really great. He does have like um authentic sound and I feel like like you kinda talked about this with YG, like he's like perfectly LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just really, really dope, but I just feel like it stretches like just 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 too much. So um I would give us a C minus um replay value not so much like when i get done what? when i finally get done with this hour and 13 minutes <laughs> i'm about ready to listen to it. something it's, else yeah, yeah yeah something else yg so, apple yeah <laughs> <laughs> right after i'm gonna stay in la out here so that's man i'll see minus what about you what, what would okay. you get us from a to f
1: from a to f that's interesting that you said c minus I, I, man I, I wanna say i wanna like this album really bad I really do like um the album just feels like you know like fine art that's just really grimy and yeah. dirty and, Complex. and yeah and this this album is very ambitious it's authentic mm. but it and, and uh cute. Credit to him, he's pretty much snapping on all these songs. His flow is very interesting. He kind of reminds me of like Old oh, Dirty Bastard with like uh, all the personality in his flow. Yeah, his delivery. Yeah, yeah. And the production, like I touched on, is just like it's money. What the what this album sets out to do, mm-hmm. I feel it accomplishes it. Okay. And more. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna put that out there now. <laughs> all right. So so where you at with this? But I'm just missing on it, man. I just. <laughs> I'm just not that into it. Yeah. Everything points in the right direction, but I cannot give this album anything more than a C. I, I give it mm. seventy five. It's um. right in the middle. It's like the high moments for me aren't extremely high. Yeah. And the low moments are yeah. not very low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the album as a whole is heavy. I think it's an experience. So if you don't um if you haven't heard it I suggest just to listen to it, especially be like dark, grimy, like moody music. Yeah, yeah. Get into this, and 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 if you're a Schoolboy Q fan and you kind of been through with Q for his whole career, yeah, I think this is his best album to date. Mm. And just for me, it just disconnect. Mm. I the vibe of the album, I just vibe out too many times for me to really give this anything more than this See,
0: you kind of you kind of talked about something that I feel like I've always had a problem with Schoolboy Q is about his albums yeah like um, certain songs and features I enjoy but his whole body of work I, like you said disconnected I'm yeah. just kind of it's just not there for me yeah so um, I just want to say man I, I, I see what you're talking about
1: yeah. I, and it, I, I agree it, it's kind of like his hairline it's, it, it's messy but you know it, it's good
0: enough <laughs> it's good enough we we'll still say it's there alright uh, oh, man you want to get into our closing questions dog uh, we we can do this. We can do this. I can take a few steps back.
1: <laughs> you ain't, got the, answers, you ain't yeah. got the answers, right, man. You ain't got the answers. I need some answers, man. What up? And to be honest, this is not even really a question. I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts. Mm. Recently, up? Rich Homie Kwan. Went up stage oh. to do a Biggie tribute. Does the uh, verse Forget Money oh. blanks on the verse? You a rapper? Oh. How do you feel about him doing Biggie oh, uh, talking, like that? We're man. talking about Rich Homie up right. there with the Coogi sweater too. Yeah, man, um, no. oh my god. You know, I'm
0: like you said. I'm a rapper. I performed. I've done you know shows and whatnot and I do want to say I've been on stage before and I forgot lyrics. <laughs> I wouldn't say, say this. <laughs> and it's like the most embarrassing shit in the world and it makes it worse when it was, it was my music at the time, my song. So like, I just feel like as much shit as everybody giving Rich Homie Kwan, don't nobody feel it worse than him. You okay. know, like you just you are, you, that's you, good perspective because like because you really feel like you dropped the ball and it's like the ball is left on the stage and you can't go back to it yeah so it's like damn like you know and um um I feel like to be, even to talk about it, I don't feel like He really belonged there
1: Yeah I was gonna ask you That as a follow up question Why is Rich Homie Quan there? I don't,
0: I don't get it I don't There's so many like, Honestly like Fuck even designer yeah. Would've been dope Cause he's from chill, New York Chill
1: chill chill we, we, chill we, Chill what, only chill reason why i was gonna go with Joey
0: Badass <laughs> Chill chill <laughs> Well only reason why I'm just saying I'm just saying If you're gonna go From the bottom of the barrel Go ahead and pick designer Only because he's from New York yeah. At the end of the day At the <laughs> end of the day yeah, Like and then just think about The energy Like the energy He would have brought, like, it would have been dope. I don't, I'm just thinking about if he would have done somebody else, that guy would have made even more sense. But, you know, like, I I, I think he's really
1: feeling it right now. I feel like, I don't know what he could do to redeem himself, man. Yeah. I I grew up listening to Pac, so I'm not like the hugest Biggie fan. Uh Uh-huh. I wouldn't say the huge Biggie fan, but I, I I enjoy Pac more than Biggie. Okay, okay, I see, I see. And I don't want to listen to Rich Homie Kwan ever again after that. <sighs> really? It really? just seems disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. If you're a professional rapper, you know, yeah. that's how you make your living. Yeah. You pay your bills by rapping. Mm-hmm. You should probably <laughs> know the lyrics of one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah, yeah. That's like if you were in the NBA and you never, like, Watched uh, Jordan films and try to steal his moves. Like you're a professional. This yeah. is what you're paid to do. Go out there and do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's that's. I see exactly what you're talking about. And then it's just like one of those things, like. I know he got bread off of it. I'm not saying, I don't yeah. know, he got cashed out crazy, but it was just like, damn, man, I really was expecting something. I was really just, he really dropped the momentum. The momentum Word. dropped, but it was, I don't know, at the same time, I kind of felt like um, it's come with good and bad with that because the bad part is that he fucked up, but the good part is now everybody's talking
1: about the hip-hop honors. Yeah.
0: So that's like the flip side of it, but, you know, that's more or less what
1: people could decide which side they want to go for. And just to close out, I feel like Rich Homie Quan stay fucking up. So, <laughs> I don't want to listen yeah. to this
0: music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think there's so many other things I can talk about. I don't want to. Right, on. We can move on. I want to ask you, Will, okay. before we get out of okay. here. Um, I want to ask you. So earlier, a couple of weeks ago, we reviewed YG's album, Still mm-hmm. Bracing. And you know, I felt like we we had a we had we had a lot of things we talked about a lot of good things and a couple of small bad things. But I want to ask you, Will Gill, which album did you find more enjoyable? Did you find Did you find YG's Still Brazy or Schoolboy Q's Blank Face more enjoyable? Which oh, one?
1: that's an easy one. I would say YG's. Um, <laughs> you
0: didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> YG's album Still Brazy, but I will say that um, Blank Face is feels more artsy like it's perfectly messy and dark Mm. and grimy yg's album for a quote-unquote gangster album yeah was really clean like all the Mm. instrumentals was perfect his flow was like always perfect he had like uh subject matters for each song it was perfect he had a song for when he got shot he had a song for like fuck the bitches like everything (laughs) was like perfectly executed on YG's album and not taking anything away from it. But Schoolboy Q's is like, album blank face is like a little bit more obscure a little bit more complex there's more yeah. to it like i feel like i get more for every time i listen from uh to blank faces Well, yg i feel like after my third fourth listen i kind of got everything yeah, that the album had to, to offer
0: yeah you're able to wrap your head around the whole idea yeah
1: but as an enjoyable experience it's not close yg <laughs> still brazy yeah don't come to la <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what was crazy because
0: um uh, if you guys have not heard that YG one, we, we really praise that one. And I, I'm thinking about it right now. This has 17 songs. <laughs> Still Brazy has 17 songs. Whoa. And Blank Face has 17 songs. Whoa,
1: didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, and I did not have a moment on YG's album where I felt like it stretched or it was too long or something I didn't. It was more enjoyable things that I found on YG. So uh, we definitely on the same boat and same category, man. I'm I'm definitely rocking with YG, man. So I'm just saying, man.
1: Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Chill bird man Chill we're almost done Chill Alright alright But yeah. uh yeah Let's close out man If you wanna Let us know how you feel About this schoolboy Q blank faces LP Yeah You can hit us up On twitter at HHR underscore pod uh-huh. We hashtag team Follow back over here So yeah. if you fuck with us Ooh, We, we fuck, fuck with you, you. <laughs> And we on iTunes mm. SoundCloud Stitcher what? Google Play Ooh. And like we said earlier if you listen to us on iTunes, drop a review for your boys one time. It yeah. doesn't take that long. Five Golden Stars would really help us out. And, um... Yeah man, Hip Hop Review Podcast, look us up
0: Yes, 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 check us out This is the Hip Hop Review Podcast We we deserve it man, I think we deserve more stars Oh thank you, I think so too (laughs) Alright and as always I am Vontae the Pro And I'm here with my homie Will Gill, and this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast And god
1: damn We changing the podcast Game Another one
0: Let's go